Sounds like his mouth is full of uh, Christmas chicken salad. Chick-fil-A. Without you. I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And And we're we're the the Friends Who Feast. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing some Christmas traditions and just, you know, our Christmas memories in general and maybe what our Christmas hopes are for the future. Is that safe to say? Yes, absolutely. Um, But first, before we get into that, I just want to do some brief housekeeping on a follow-up topic we discussed in our last episode about the sour cream donut. Um, (laughs) Because you were so disgusted. And after I listening was. to the episode, it made me laugh because I could hear your disgust and like mostly confusion again. Yes. So. Like, is this a real thing? Is she joshing me? Yeah. And it very much is like a very real thing. So I texted you last night, said I was going to have like a little bit of a surprise for you. I went to an actual yum yum donut, which you thought one I was making up, but no, it's actual like yum yum donut. I just literally thought you were just like, oh, a yum yum donut, like a, like <laughs> like, a good donut. Mm, yummy. Yeah. No. So I went there. It was my first time going to this one. Disappointed at first because they did not have like the cherry chip one or the cherry donut, like the one we both discovered last week with Glee. That was our favorite donut. So they did not have that one, but my mission was the sour cream donut and we split it and tell me your thoughts. Well, first of all, you said you thought it was filled with sour cream. That sounds disgusting. That's why I like gagged and thank you because hopefully now you understand why I was like, this can't be real. Like, can do you hear yourself, Danielle? I didn't realize you meant like just made with sour cream, like as one of the ingredients to create like the doughiness. And the moisture and, like, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you at least tried it. Yeah. And I thought it was good. It was it was just like a glaze. It had a little bit of a different taste. So I can see, you know, kind of where that sour cream was. But um, I didn't like the aftertaste. Yes. And my, my um, I guess, reasoning for that was, oh, I didn't bring any coffee for us, like hot coffee. I think just hot coffee and like a donut that rich, because I think they make them like in pure lard. That's what makes them a little bit crispier. Yes. Okay. So so, mm, a good nutritional breakfast. Um, That's what made it feel like the weird aftertaste. Yeah. Because I feel like if I have like a hot coffee, I can like easily eat two donuts in a row. Oh, yeah. But I just pick my half and it's like, okay, that's enough. But I'm glad you tried it. I'm glad that you will no longer live your life thinking a sour cream donut is a donut filled with just sour cream so i feel like my work here is done yeah and i appreciate it (laughs) that was good because i didn't eat breakfast and i would have been a little grumpy i want i want like real food though still that's the thing and i don't know how you feel about this a donut never really counts as breakfast for me like i know a donut a muffin like that's not breakfast it's not really not nutritious it's more like a dessert really so i've never been one of those people that will have one of those items and feels like "Mm, i'm good for the day like i might be full for the moment but then my stomach is rumbling an hour later because i really need something of substance sustenance i need i need something um solid yeah no i know what you mean i don't really eat breakfast um i love breakfast food some scrambled eggs and omelet some biscuits and gravy some hash browns like some bacon like i'm all about breakfast food 
But I totally agree that donuts and pastries and Danishes, the sugars, yeah, like um, the dessert type things are not breakfast to me. I would totally agree with that. I'm excited to do our breakfast episode and maybe like a Denny's versus IHOP yeah. type thing. I like that. Yeah. Bob yeah. Evans versus, can, oh we, can we do like a trifecta? A menage a trois? Yeah. Is that <laughs> yeah. what that means? A breakfast menage a trois. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Is that French? Put it on the list. Yeah. I love it when you, I love it when you speak to me in that love language. <laughs> that and my Spanish accent that only comes out when I, I talk about I love it. Food, Mexican food. Nothing else but enchilada. I love it. <laughs> El quesadilla. <laughs> we took it out of the episode, but remember when I tried to have have an accent and I said you'll queer a Taco Bell? Yes. And it was literally just sounded like I just said it. But I mean, you tried. That's fine. Like it I mean, I can only say it. Um, when I'm talking about food. That's I, I can't do an accent of anything. Like, I I think I sound British when I try a British accent, but I probably sound just like Brittany oh, when, she does, a, when yeah. she does a British accent. A little bit delusional. I, just yeah. <laughs> well, I did an accent. I forgot what it was. It was the other day. I was trying to do an, an Italian accent. I was talking about the Real Housewives of New Jersey with my husband. I'm like, oh, yeah, this Italian accent. And I, I'm not going to say it now because it was, you know, a bad accent, apparently. My husband said, that sounds more Scottish than Italian. <laughs> so it was like kind of like a compliment, but not like, oh, at least I kind of got something, like one accent right. But I was going for Italian and it really broke my spirits after. Kind of like all this critique Lady Gaga is getting for her new house of Gucci, oh, where yeah. she's speaking Italian, but everybody says she sounds Russian. <gasps> yeah. I, I didn't know the exact critiques, but yeah. okay. Everybody keeps saying she has more of like a Russian dialect, but all of the professional voice coaches are like, no, she nailed it. Because it's like a Northern Italian and she's doing a re- like she did a okay. really good job with oh. it, but it sounds Russian. And even in the trailers, it did sound like she was like trying to be Russian. And she was wearing that little furry hat. Yeah, the Russian so, little hat. Yeah, yeah so I was like, like I too. <laughs> the ski lot. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, haven't, I don't think I'm going to see that movie. It's really? Not really? Well, I, it's not really getting good reviews. I mean, yeah. maybe if it's free for streaming or something down like in, in the future. Well, I, I heard she's like probably going to be nominated for like Best Actress. Probably. And, you know, I don't know. I, I never even saw um, A Star is Born. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Um, I, you know, I watched her in American Horror Story and she was pretty she was good, good in that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I liked it because as big of a Gaga fan as I want to say was am, because I still am, I didn't really see Lady Gaga past the first episode. It was pretty much, okay, this is the character now. And I think that really speaks volumes when you kind of take the person. <clears throat> Sorry, well, she was celebrity. huge. I mean, she still is, but I mean, she was really. <laughs> yeah, at her peak. Well, debatable because I was around when art pop came out and a lot of people oh, hated yeah. that album but I really liked, I liked art it. pop I, I really did too. I went to the um that me, that tour yeah me too Lewis, yeah. Oh, yeah that was a fun day yeah night I should say oh it was great I have a story off air I can tell you about that night okay. <laughs> I don't want to say down here um okay with that being said let's talk about Christmas yeah so I, I have some I have a list of questions I'm gonna kind of play like a little uh interviewer oh and kind of you know go back and forth I'll share my thoughts too but I really want to know just kind of like what Christmas means to you my love is that the, <laughs> is that the words yeah 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 obviously we're a food podcast so let's start off with the food I do not remember any type of Christmas feast dinner anything really traditional. Um, much like Thanksgiving, if my grandmother did have anything, it would have been turkey earlier in the day because the whole aunt and uncle thing, cousins, 
They come see us first and go see their husband's side of the family or other people they're going to see later on in the day. Sure. Um, so it's probably just like a smaller version of Thanksgiving. Just like a, a turkey, maybe some stuffing, maybe mashed potatoes and gravy. And that was it. Like, because on thing, I'm sorry, on Christmas, there really isn't anything open, which I, I appreciate the yeah. stillness, the quietness of, of everything. So I don't, nothing really, really sticks out in my mind. But as an adult, um, my husband, when I was starting date, dating him and, you know, we're engaged and stuff his family was big on Christmas Eve. So as an adult, we started doing Christmas Eve at his relative's house. And that was like the ham, the rolls, the appetizers, the cookies, just everything. And I I appreciate that. Like that's important to me, like as I'm getting older. So because of that, I'm hosting my first Christmas Eve this year. I I wanted to get a prime rib. I didn't realize this year those were going for like 140, 150 bucks. So now we're just going to do just ham. Just keep it simple. Because I mean, only like a handful of people are, are coming over. But I wish I had more childhood memories of my grandmother made this special pie or we always had these cookies or this dish. It wasn't like that. I made my own tradition as a young adult with one of my friends. For Christmas Eve, we started going to a Chinese restaurant every Christmas Eve when she was in town from college. Something about Chinese, like for the holiday. Seems right. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people do it too. We went, the last time we did it together was in Christmas of 2019. And we all know what happened after that because a lot of Chinese restaurants aren't open now. But we went Christmas Eve 2019 and it was packed. Like I've never seen this restaurant so busy. So it was kind of like a camaraderie feeling of, wow, like there's a lot of people. I mean, tables, like of 8, 10, 12, 16 people. So that's something else. <laughs> if I wasn't doing Christmas Eve, I would like to do like um, Chinese on Christmas Eve or even Christmas Day if we don't have any leftovers. And I think that's more for like friends. Like, hey, if you guys are all together, like with your family or something on this day, do you want to just meet me for a Christmas Eve Chinese dinner? I know you would be so down for that. Oh, I would be so down for yeah. that. Yeah. Like a part of me is like, okay, do I want to do like a traditional hold hands? What were you going to say? I just held your hand because I just had an idea. <laughs> Can we start a friend tradition? Since we're going to get together and record on New Year's Eve morning, a Chinese New Year's Eve lunch or like dinner or whatever, but sometimes it doesn't have to be on New Year's Eve, but like a end of the year end celebration. Of the year. Yes. yes. I think we can. Yes. Oh, I love it. Hopefully more are open, but yes. yes. So, okay. I'm, I'm glad you weren't looking at me like, oh, Chinese. But no, it's just something oh. about it in the area. Yeah, you know I love me some Chinese. <laughs> and like in the Christmas story, they all went there when yeah. their Christmas... I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Okay. I agree. I'm agreeable. (laughs) Okay. All right, then. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to shake your head and pretend to be part of culture. Later on during this podcast for other topics. So just brace yourself. Okay. Yeah. So like, how about you? I'm interested to hear about some of your Christmas traditions with food specifically. Sure. So um, up until about four or five years ago, we always went to my grandparents' house for dinner You know, we had our ham, turkey, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, the rolls, you know, my grandma's famous noodles. But I usually go to my mom's and make biscuits and gravy. My grandma's like family recipe of biscuits and gravy that she taught me how to make years and years ago. Um, I'll either make it on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. or I'll make it Christmas morning. Mm. You know, like this year, actually, um, my cousin asked if we could do a Christmas lunch instead of the normal dinner, mid-afternoon dinner and meet like around noon so that we could do a lunch because she is actually having, she just bought a house. Mm -hmm. And so her husband's family wants to do uh, Christmas at their new house. But yeah, you know, I do the biscuits and gravy and go to my cousin's house a different cousin. Now, just like she lives like an hour away. She has a big house for like everybody. She has a really big dining room, big living room where everybody can sit. And we always open presents and have a nice time. That's nice. That's nice that you're still carrying that like as an adult. Yeah. 
Um, let's talk about cookies. <laughs> okay, okay. I just thought, you know, one of the other things that um, is kind of a tradition, my grandma always made these really dry <laughs> um, sugar cookies, but she would make a red, a white, and a blue icing, oh, okay. and she would do the Santa, they were basically a cutout of like Santa's hat, like face. Red, white, and blue? or yep. red? Oh, okay. So she would do the hat red, do his beard and his eyebrows in the white, and then blue eyes. Oh. And so she would always just make her Santa Claus cookies. She would make them every single year, would give them to neighbors. You know, the, the grandkids would come over and eat them. I didn't really like them. I loved the frosting, so mm-hmm. I'd like the frosting off. To me, just because it's just that unique emotional kind of tie is like my favorite Christmas cookie. When I think of a Christmas cookie, I automatically think of those Santa Claus cookies. Oh. You know, but if you were Santa, you know, you see that little tray of cookies there. What what cookies are there that you, you hope for? I have two kinds. Okay. The first one would be an edible cookie. Because <laughs> if I'm doing all that work and I have to hit all those houses and eat all those cookies, and you know some are not going to be good, I'm going to need to be high. <laughs> So that'd be the first one. But my real, real answer, I think, I love a toffee. I love butterscotch. Like, as I'm getting older, I really, oh, that face. You don't like either of those. I don't like, I'm not a big, like, butterscotch, toffee, caramel person. Ooh, what? No. Ooh, I love them. All right, my heart's breaking, but it's my cookie. I'm Santa. It's all yours. So I think, like, like a Heath Bar cookie. So, like, instead of, like, the chocolate, it'd be, like, pieces of Heath Bar in it, some pecans. Again, oh my god, I'm really losing you. I'm really losing you. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, want to go on. No, and like just like a darker cookie, like okay. almost like a brown butter type cookie, just something kind of rich, just you know basic. Just a little bit of chocolate chips, a little bit of Heath Bar toffee, a little bit of pecans, and and that's it. And like chewy and gooey in the middle, but crispy on the outside. Oh yes. So that that'd be my dream. I made a note. It's okay. actually funny that you just said that statement. Because literally, my first bullet is like a classic chewy but semi-crunchy around the edges. <laughs> chocolate chip, just classic chocolate chip mm-hmm. with some cold milk or some kind of like chocolate peanut butter mashup, like combo. Okay. Um, can't go wrong with like a chocolate and a peanut butter. I feel like I want chocolate when I'm thinking of like a, like a Christmas cookie if I'm Santa, you know. Yeah, that's why I said the Heath Bar the toffee, but you did not like that. No. But peanut, but can I just touch on the peanut butter thing? Absolutely, Danielle. People who are really talented bakers, I think, make the best peanut butter cookies. I mean, the best. Like, I prefer a homemade peanut butter cookie from someone who's very skilled rather than a store-bought peanut butter cookie any day. Yes. But I'm just thinking back to, like, my bake sale days when I was younger and people have the peanut butter cookies for sale and they'd be dry, like, crumbling the minute you take them out of that Ziploc bag. I can't do it. So if you have no business baking, don't even attempt a peanut butter cookie. That's my advice for you. Not for you, but for anyone listening. (laughs) Thank you for the clarity. (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) All right. So were there any traditions that were unique to you that you can just like recall back on? Like for me, I remember when I was little, my mom would drive around with me, like not with me because I wasn't driving, but she would drive me around um, to look at Christmas lights just through like the neighborhoods around, like sometimes on Christmas Eve, if I wasn't at my dad's or like the the week prior when everybody has their stuff up. Is there anything that sticks out to you like that or... Um, when I was very, very young, I remember putting carrots in the snow for the reindeer. Most of the time when I was younger, I, re- I remember it snowing. And then just leaving out the cookies and just being really antsy. But nothing really tradition-wise. Okay. Well, 
part of being an adult is just looking forward to making our own traditions. Mm -hmm. So what are some traditions that you want to start? Ooh, well, I... I did have, sorry, can I add something else? Like my tradition growing up. Yeah. We did the one present on New Year's, sorry, Christmas Eve. You could pick one gift oh, I love to that. open. And sometimes like you think you're going to get like the biggest box was so going to be the best one, but it was always confusing when it was like part of another gift set under the tree. So I thought a lot of people did that, but some people just open like all their gifts on Christmas Eve sometimes or none. But yeah. so I would like to carry that over. And I think just really having a quiet night in with hot chocolate, something real basic with maybe a movie and just making time to do that. Because I've said many times as an adult, oh, let's do that. And we just don't. We're just tired or like we're watching other stuff. We've never really made time to do that. So just really um, capturing those moments. And obviously Christmas Eve, like I said, if we choose to host Christmas Eve, that will be a thing. Okay. Yeah, I think for me... I want nothing more to, than to be, like, super domestic. How you describe, like, staying in on Christmas Eve and making some cocoa, ordering some food, wearing matching pajamas with my love mm-hmm. that's non-existent <laughs> um, as of now. <laughs> um, and so just to have somebody to love and to hold and wear the, wear those matching pajamas. That's really, that's, that's my goal is to wear those matching pajamas and be I, cute. Yeah. And don't, that picture in front of the tree with you and the other and your dog sitting there and like the, you know, the twinkle of the tree behind you and you're wearing your matching pajamas. I want that Instagram picture. I'm getting all like in my feels. No, speak <laughs> it into existence. No, I mean, I, can I just say this? I've never matched pajamas. I've wanted to, but you have to get on that shit early, like in early yeah. October. And they're so expensive. Even Meyer, like you know those end caps in Meyer, yeah. they're like forty dollars for a top and like bottom or like a onesie type yeah. thing. You'll get it. You'll get it. I'm gonna rent a boyfriend next year so I can take those pictures. I would love that. <laughs> no, you'll get it. Don't worry. Okay. Well, what's the best gift? you have ever given to somebody oh my god i honestly i feel like such a dud this episode because most of my life it's been very black and white gift card this perfume that my grandma it's easy though it is easy because my grandma always wanted a special kind of perfume for macy's or i'd get her a macy's gift card my mom the same way is very specific on what she wanted I, i think the way i was raised was not a lot of surprise behind it with me giving the gift. It was like, I know mom wants this. I know they want that. Gift cards here, money here, and that's it. So I think that really stunted my gift giving ability as an adult because I'm always, always, always second guessing myself when I try to make like a goodie bag or gift basket or something. So I'm like, oh my God, are they really going to like this? Is this too, like, are they going to think this is lame? Is this not thoughtful enough? So sometimes I just resort to like a gift card, but which I can appreciate getting. I, I always give me a gift card or cat. Like I'm not going to take offense to that because um, sometimes you get gifts where it's like, what am I going to do with this little trinket? Like not that I'm ungrateful or anything, but it's like, I'd rather just put gas in my car for yeah, that. I don't week. have room on my counter for it, or I have to find a place for yeah, it. Yeah. doesn't match the like decor, that. or like, yeah. But like, you just gave me a candle today. I was like, I can, oh, I love candle. Like, socks, candles, and coffee mugs, like, I can never go wrong with those because I use them every day. So I, I wish I could give a better answer, but I know one year, like, a lot of us pitched in to give my grandma, like, a really nice, like, cashmere sweater which was too expensive, but like she really loved it. And then um, her perfume for Macy's. Like it was just so easy. Yeah. Grandma wants this perfume for Macy's this year. So sometimes she'd get like a lot of bottles of the perfume. So just anything I think that would make my grandma happy for that day. And my grandma always loved money. So she'd always like have like a pile of money that day and like her perfume. So that really, really, um, really made me happy. But I think as you get older and like maybe you have children or like friends who become family in, in your life, 
those are the moments you can kind of like make special thoughtful gifts. So I'm excited to grow and, and learn with you and, and the people who I care about in my life. Oh, I think that is important though. Like even maybe it's not like a, the one gift that sticks out like, Oh, you know, I got this really amazing gift and they really loved it. Yeah. But just that consistency and your grandma, I'm sure appreciated knowing that that's what she was getting every year and that it was coming from you. And mm-hmm. you know, that was her favorite. So I'm sure that that was really special. So yeah. like, I love that answer. Oh, I think that you. is important. Yeah. So what about, I'm so excited to hear. Well, I have two. Okay, go ahead. I have very little. (laughs) So you mentioned that I got you a candle this morning. I gave you a little gift. And I just want to tell the listeners, I wanted to do some like little fun thing. Like I got you a little can of Spam. My favorite. (laughs) Calling back to our uh, murder pizza episode. (laughs) Um, Some Chick-fil-A sauce, of course. I'm very excited. (laughs) um, And, you know, a can, my favorite candle. I love, it's like, what was it? What is it? Cranberry Mandarin or Cranberry Orange. Yes, yeah. Love that. Um, some fuzzy socks that I feel like are your power color. <laughs> These look my favorite type of socks. Really woolly with the grippies on the bottom. Yeah, yep. So I'm going to keep your uh, your feet warm. Um, and just some, you know, gift cards and stuff. But you're really important to me. And I just, I love giving gifts that I feel like, even though all of those things are relatively inexpensive and, you know, there's a few different things. It's not just one thing. They're meaningful in its own way. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you pull them out, you're like, you know why I got it for yeah. you, you know? Um, so I love gifts like that. But the gift, I think there is one gift that really does stick out to me just emotionally. About 10 years ago, my mom got really sick and I had to help her move, uh, move out of her house uh, into a home like closer to family. And so, well, somehow I ended up with my brother's like second and third grade, I think, artwork. And I totally forgot I had it. But I was cleaning one day and this was like during the summer. So not even during like the holidays, but I ended up finding those and going through it. And so for me, it was like this special moment where I was like, wow, my brother was like a good artist. And at this point, my brother was like 14, 15 years old. And this is back when he was just a little kid. And I found these two paintings he did that just absolutely, it was like mind blowing that he did those so young of like it's underwater scene. Okay. And it was like on one of them was like this like red crab and the other one was a seahorse kind of like floating or whatever. And so I put them together and I found this frame at Michael's mm-hmm. that fit both of them perfectly. And I put it in a frame and wrapped it and I gave it to my mom. I mean, I don't even know if she like remembered those things or if she did, she probably thought she had lost them. So when she opened it, I could just tell like she immediately knew what it was. And I didn't even tell my brother. He was like, wow, like this is so cool. Like he totally forgot about them, but she still has it on her bedroom wall to this day. And that was just like a special gift that I know just really meant a lot to her. Can I just say something gift wise? I don't know if this is on your list or if you're going to get into it. So if you're going to get into it, just let me know and I'll stop. Like sneaking presents or peeking? Ooh, no. Okay. So a memorable a memorable gift I received. I ruined the surprise and it kind of taught me a lesson. And I know you'll appreciate this. So um, being 11, 10, 11 years old, that's when I first discovered Britney Spears. So I remember vividly the first Christmas where it was very Britney heavy. There were a few years it was Spice Girl heavy. But it was like towards the end when Jerry left the group, Ginger Spice. So like they weren't really big. So it wasn't as special for me because I knew they weren't anything anymore. Well, I shouldn't say that. People are going to get offended. Some people might. But I moved on to Britney. And <laughs> I'll just say it. I don't know. People are people are going to listen, but I don't think they're going to report back to my mom. I hope not. So 
There's this one in particular gift I remember. It was an envelope, but it was on the tree. Like it wasn't with the other gifts. It was just like hanging like as an ornament in wrapping paper. And um, I remember waking up early because I would wake up early. My mom would sleep in a little bit the weeks before Christmas. I'd watch TV, get ready for school. Then she'd you know, get ready for work and take me. I was just so antsy. I'm like, let me see what some of these gifts are. So I one was clearly a VHS. And it was a Britney Spears VHS. So I knew it right away. Like I could tell like the pink tank top she was wearing, the shorts and everything. Like, okay, I know what this is. So I just sealed it back up really quickly. But I was so intrigued by that envelope. So I'm like, what is this little tiny envelope? Like, is it money? I opened it up and it was tickets to the crazy 2000 tour in March 2000. I was so excited. I was so happy. But when I tell you like the guilt, I instantly felt like now I have to really, really, really act surprised in a few weeks. Like to me, that was like the ultimate gift that year. Like I could have received like being a really brand new Britney fan going to actually see her in concert. And I remember Christmas Day, like really having to act surprised, but like I felt like really forced. And I felt like I never really wanted to do that again because it wasn't the genuine excitement. Like I was super happy for weeks before, but it just felt like an antsy feeling where I really, really wish I didn't ruin it for myself. So I think I kind of learned that lesson as an adult. Like I don't go snooping really. I don't really want to ruin that because there really aren't that many good surprises in life. And it just really broke my heart. I don't even think my mom knows that, but like, I remember just feeling like, oh man, why'd I do that? But I was still very like excited. Have you ever like snooped around or done anything like that? Oh yeah. Please. Okay. Oh yeah. (laughs) I used to, like, go through my mom's closet. I knew her hiding spot. Yeah. Like, before she wrapped everything, you know. Um, my mom was a terrible gift wrapper, so it was very easy to, like, open on one end. And, yeah, oh, yeah I was definitely a snooper. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's thrilling, but at the same time, like, you really only hurt yourself in the end. Yeah. If it's, like, a big ticket item. If it's something like clothes, like, cool, you know. Well, <laughs> that's weird. Clothes, I love them. Like, I can always appreciate, like, a good pair of socks or pajamas or yeah. something. But I appreciate them more now as, like, an adult. Oh, like, oh yeah, man, I got more. socks. I'm, yes. like, psyched. I always put socks on my list, and people yeah. are like, really? It's like, why are you questioning, like, an easy gift for you to I grab me? The thing Just get socks it. is, like, good socks is, like, 20 bucks at the store. Like, yes. under, underwear, like, undergarments are so expensive. Especially, like, dress socks, like, for the yes. office and stuff. Yes, Staying on the topic of socks, or socks. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about... Hosiery. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. Staying on the topic of gifts, <laughs> I want to talk about like a secret Santa white elephant. Uh, okay. Right? So how do you feel about doing those in the workplace? I have two different feelings on them. Secret Santa and white elephant are two completely different things. Now, you and I, we both worked at the same place for a while. And we always had to work Christmas Eve. Yeah. So it kind of really felt like your work family is your family in a way, especially if you had like a really close team. It was enjoyable like when it was Secret Santa stuff because sometimes they'd make a game out of it and it was like, it was thoughtful. Um, Now, it's only weird when you get someone you've never talked to or communicated with, you have no idea what they like. That's when it becomes very, very awkward. But I think for, I don't know if your team had it or like your area, but we had um, to write down our favorite things. Like, yes. So kind of like give someone like a hint. Yeah. So I really, really appreciated that. Like the going in blind part, like it's if you get someone you have known nothing about or like that weird person, that's when it gets kind of antsy. Um, and then 
do you remember like opening up the stuff and, like everyone staring at you? Yes. That was always yes. <laughs> that was always awkward. But some of like my favorite memories of working were like those early years of working the first few years there together with you and just having that group dynamic. Yes. Now for the white elephant stuff. I think that is very wasteful and tacky. Really? Yes. It's not fun. It's, in my opinion, it's stressful. And it's like, it's wasteful. Like, there's so much junk and stuff in the world anyway. Like, yeah. I'm just buying something for someone who they're not going to use it or give it away. A lot of people don't buy stuff, though. They re-gift stuff. <sighs> or cheap stuff. Okay, I went with someone one time because they had a white elephant party at their workplace. So we're like, where should we go? Gibraltar Trade Center, baby. Okay. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, which most of you probably don't, Gibraltar Trade Center by us is like this indoor flea market. Let's call it what it is. closed, right? It's yeah. No there. Yeah, there is one like further up, but I don't know if that one's still okay. open or not. But yeah, it's basically a big indoor flea market in a warehouse. People, different vendors are there. Like you'll, that's where you buy your off brand perfume or Gucci bags, exotic animals that I don't know how are legal, like that kind of place. But they also had very cheap, cheap knockoff gifts, like stuff you can't even find at a dollar store. And the quality was awful. So when I was with this person, we were hanging out and they're like, well, we're having a white elephant party at my office. I need to get something cheap and the worst thing imaginable. And I'm pretty sure they found a Duck Dynasty throw blanket and they got that. And it was so funny to me. It's like that. Okay. It's kind of practical because it's a blanket, but it's also Duck Dynasty. So right. like, ugh. so that's what I mean. It's like, it's, it's something where that's. Even though I don't like it, a white elephant gift is less stressful because you don't have to put any thought. Actually, the worse thought you put in it, the better. But is that like where you gift it and then people can give it away to someone else yes, and steal it? it okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it is. I don't think I've ever participated in one of those. Okay. I love a white elephant in theory, but oh, okay. I always get my present stolen every single oh. time and end up with something shitty and it makes me so mad. I think that is the dumbest rule. Because the Christmas before the pandemic, we did a white elephant in the office. Most of the gifts were like, eh. But sometimes you have the people who buy nice things. And for whatever reason, I always pick something good. And I'm like, oh, yes, I love this. Like, you know, you know what I ended up with? What? Spark plugs. <laughs> One of my coworkers, bless his heart, I just felt so thankful. I was like, you don't have to do this. But he was like, you know, I got these like tumbler mug things. Have these. I'll take, my dad lo- needs a pair, like a thing of spark plug. This is actually useful. I'm like, no, no, no. You're just saying that. He's like, no, actually my dad would love this gift. Mm-hmm. He totally played it off. I knew he was lying. But it was just because like he wanted to make me feel better because I ended up with the most shitty thing of everybody. Yeah. Well, God bless that coworker who who really saved you. Yeah, I I, I really appreciated that. That was like that's a, a Christmas spirit right yeah. there. He got the best gift of all. What he 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 gave the best gift of all. I feel he like did. this is generosity. That's yeah. what this season's all about. I mean, I planned the whole thing, so I should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. I'm excited for this next question because I alluded to it before we started recording. You almost went into it and maybe spoiled it a little bit, but then you stopped yourself and you wanted to save it for the pod. Those were your exact words. And I know this is a really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. (laughs) And I know this is a really controversial question around the holidays. Danielle, two-parter. What makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? And is Die Hard a Christmas movie or holiday movie? Okay. In my humble opinion, I think a Christmas movie 
counts as long as it's around the Christmas season. Um, sure. And there's at least one Santa somewhere. Okay. There's some light somewhere. And there's a lesson to be learned in the holiday spirit. Okay. Fair. Okay. Um, the second part, hold, hold my hand. I, I don't know if I want to hold your hand after hearing that. You know how I said I want to start the tradition of Christmas Eve really watching a holiday movie? Yeah. Well, that holiday movie my husband and I decided this year was going to be Die Hard because we've never seen it. You've never seen Die Hard? We've never seen it. And I feel like I really can't give my opinion in this because I've never seen the movie. But um, that is on our list for Christmas Eve. We're going to watch that movie. So I'll get okay. back to you on our Taco Bell record day. But... Okay. Um, Ooh, a little spoiler for what's coming. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. So for you, what makes a Christmas movie? Because when I was listing off my reasons or feelings, you were just rolling your eyes the whole time. And I felt very yeah. disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And I even very dra- like dramatically let go of your hand. <laughs> yeah, you really hurt my heart. I'm sorry. Well, there'll be plenty more hold handing time or hand holding times. Ugh, I think we're going to get more fights. Oh, maybe. Wait we get to Mariah and Brittany. So, um, <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I'm sorry. Just because it's set during the holidays doesn't automatically make it a Christmas movie. Same with Harry Potter, Home Alone. You don't think cetera, Home Alone is a Christmas movie? No. I'm going to stop you right there. Well, it's not a me? Christmas Yes, it movie. is. Okay. Just because it's at Christmas. I understand watching it during the holidays. Let it be on ABC Family's. 25 days of Christmas. I get it. But it's just, it's not a Christmas movie unless it's, literally, that's what it is. A Christmas movie, a Christmas-centric movie. That's basically what Home Alone 2 is. Have you ever seen Home Alone 2? Is that the one with the lady with the pigeons? Yes, that is. That's all about Christmas. And Donald Trump in the lobby? It's over there. Whatever he said, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's all, that's, okay. No. That, the whole theme is Christmas. His Christmas spirit. He learns that, okay, the best gift of all is being with my family. I'm alone again, but this means nothing. Living this life in this hotel, ordering room service alone means nothing if you don't have family. I buy into that a little bit. You sold me to it. Yeah, and the whole other plot where the sticky bandits were stealing from the toy shop and Kevin McAllister is like, not on my fucking watch. The donations and money earned are going to those sick kids in the hospital for Christmas. So, like, the whole plot, not even just the end, like, the whole thing. So, uh, what? That's a good message. He's like, you're not stealing stuff here. Duncan Toy Shop? Mm-mm. I think that's what it was called. I'm sorry if it's not. The pigeon lady, though, used to scare me, but she had a good heart and, yeah, you know, like animals. Like the mysterious kind of creepy people, like, just standing in a park, slowly <laughs> turned towards you. <laughs> I I want to put a poll on Facebook or Instagram or something about Home Alone, how you consider it not being a Christmas movie. Oh, I already know people are going to, like, blow that shit up with yes, it is. Like, that's why I know it's offensive. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, I, you know. See, this is you a safe space. Shit with like, me. I mean, Home everybody's alone. listening to me right now, but, like, I don't have to face that. I don't have to face <laughs> no, you, know. you know. No, I like it, though. I like it when we disagree. Oh, well, we're going to disagree about this next thing, because I'm already about to stomp out of here. Will Mariah's All I Want for Christmas is You be at the top of the charts during the holidays, Twenty, let's say 20 plus years from now, 20, 25 years? Okay. By top of the charts, if you, if you mean like number one, no, I don't think Every number year, one, you know I think how it's going like, to be a staple. It's yeah. going to be a staple. It's going to be, to me, as it... The years go on, and she, especially when she's no longer with us many years in the future. It's going to turn into one of those um, Elvis Blue Christmas, um, like the Run Run Reindeer song. Yeah. 
Um, like the really traditional ones you hear people do like tons of covers of. Yeah. It's going to be up there like that. It may not be number one every year. And I think the reason why it's streaming number one every year is because of social media. Yeah. The downloads, the streams. It's more of a pop culture phenomenon than it really is, I think, It's more even of a moment, darling. That's yeah. just, it's about, a, about the moment. But I think, you know, as the years go on, it's not, she's not going to be hitting that number one spot anymore. It's going to be, it's going to be around. There's going to be many imitators and many duplicates of it. But it sure. is going to be a classic. I don't think it's just going to be like everywhere on social media anymore. Right. I mean, I hope not. It's a it's a good song. <laughs> I love that song. It's a good song. It's fun to listen to maybe a couple times during the season. If I hear it more than four times in the month leading up to Christmas, I'm over it. I'm really? sick of it. It's just because sometimes I remember I went to the zoo lights last year. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times that fucking song played while we were there for what two and a half, three hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. It played like six or seven times. It was almost like every other fucking song, and I'm just like. What is people's obsession with this? Like, it's... Ugh, I don't know. Anyway, Britney's My Only Wish This Year is way better, in my opinion. <sighs> way better. The melody of it, the... Just, it sounds more festive, and I don't know. I listened to it on the way here. I, but I think I'm just sick of All I Want for Christmas just because everybody else obsesses. And I'm just like, shut up. I... Okay, so... Sorry, I that think, was No, you're fine. Impressive. No, it's, it's, you know, we're still friends we're still talking about things you have to be honest with each other so i remember having the mariah carey cassette christmas cassette when i was younger like i've been a mariah fan since i was two like that's just it's that's been in my house yeah. it's what we've always listened to was mariah but i remember listening to the cassette and just like other cl- i love just like traditional classic songs too i do love all i want for christmas is you but it's not like my favorite holiday song i think can i just ask you what like yours is like, or what, why don't I share favorite. mine? Yeah. Okay, so I think my, now as an adult, my favorite Christmas song is um, Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder, because I like the message of it. And I really like Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill. Oh, that is a good one. From I The really, Grinch? Yes. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, I those are like like two of like, um I think just my personal favorite. And then I like, I really enjoyed the Celine Dion uh-huh. Christmas album, even her duet with R. Kelly, but I don't think you can stream that anymore because no. it's R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, but you know, those are those are like some of my my favorite ones. So like how about you? Do they know it's Christmas <laughs> yeah. time at Yeah, it's very eighties. Yeah. I love it. Um what's do you do you remember that song Lady Gaga put out, like about the tree? No. Can we can we pause for a second so I can play it? Yeah, just a brief just one moment, please. Okay, we're back. So it's called Christmas Tree, featuring Space Cowboy, and it's so sexual. You never heard this? Light me up, put me on top, and fuck yeah. No. This came out like around 2010, 2009. Um, Maybe. Light me up, put me on top. Never heard this. The only place you'll want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. Like her bush? <laughs> um, it's art. Let it be up to your... Interpre- that's yeah. what I'm interpreting it as. Any other favorites? Because I've never heard um, of that one. I love like a good 80s. What about, like, the Beatles. What about like, The I Last just... Christmas by Wham? That 80s song. That, is that the original? Yeah. Or the Taylor Swift version? I think you and I are both scarred with Christmas music because we worked in retail for a long oh, time. Yeah. And that's when I heard that Taylor Swift version the most. Yeah. 
Um, but no, yeah, the Wham one is from the 80s. Ashley Tisdale has a version, and it's Does she? terrible. Well, she's terrible. I think it's a terrible singer. <laughs> yeah. um, but like a good 80s, like, yeah. I'm trying to think Christmas of any jam. other 80s. There's probably, people are probably screaming like, don't forget this 80s one. But I think there has to be more. I'm going to look up like a Christmas. Did Madonna, no, did Madonna ever Central do? Central playlist. Oh, I'm sure she did. Does you 2 have an 80s Christmas song? I feel like they might. I think they do. I think I like that song. Ooh, Mistletoe by JB. I don't know what that is. You've never heard Mistletoe? No, we just talked about Justin Bieber. <laughs> I don't really like a lot of pop artist Christmas covers. Whitney Houston. Little Drummer Boy. No. Do you hear what I hear? Oh, yes. Mm, classic. Yes, yes. That one's very, very good. I like a lot of the Motown Christmas songs, too. Yes, yes. I love her, like... Is this still recording? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) It's going to be very interesting, the future of the holiday song, original songs and covers moving forward. Yeah. Like, does BTS have, like, a Christmas song or anything like that? Like They might. They probably do. I feel this might be controversial. But just because you are an artist doesn't automatically give you the right to do a Christmas song, let alone a Christmas album. Kelly Clarkson, I think, just came out with another Christmas album this year. She's great, though. Yeah, no, I love Kelly. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. there's exceptions. I was about to throw up some no, hands no, no, on no, that. No, 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 no. I love Kelly Clarkson. Ooh. I voted for her on American Idol and was on a message boards rooting for her back then. So, no, I love Kelly Clarkson. But Michael Bublé, that's like another classic mm-hmm. holiday album. So a lot of people, I feel like they're kind of known for their Christmas music more than their regular songs in yeah. a way. But that just, again, like I said, we worked retail for a while. So we heard those songs. Or it's like a a popular artist who had, like like Whitney. Mm-hmm. She recorded several Christmas songs, but there's only that few that like are the song. So many people have recorded Do You Hear What I Hear. Yeah. But Whitney's version is like the 100.3 is playing that and you're like turning it up. Because that's like that. That's the classic. Yeah, that's the staple. I agree with you. So it'll be interesting to see. So maybe in twenty years, when we have our end of the year Chinese wrap up, I'll be playing some Mariah, maybe some new hits. We'll see. You, you can't add Britney in there. Oh yeah, play, for sure. Playing Mariah and Britney and some new hits. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. In sync. You don't like that song, do you? Oh, Merry Christmas, you? Happy Holidays. I do like that song. Okay, okay, good. I like that one too. Merry Christmas I was and thinking Happy Holidays. I enjoy that Merry one. Christmas. I love a good upbeat Christmas song. Yeah, because it's like okay, I'm cleaning up. I'm like putting the tree up, doing stuff. Yeah. They're like the mellow classics. It's like okay, we're winding down. We're just relaxing. We're I, sleeping. I've got a or what is it? <laughs> How does it go? I don't even know the words. Uh, a blue Christmas without you. I it think like it goes like, yeah. I have a blue Christmas without you. I have a blue. <laughs> Sounds like his mouth is full of uh, Christmas chicken salad. Chick fil A. Without you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the words to it. <laughs> A blue, 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 blue Christmas. I'm leaving all of that in. No, please don't. I'm gonna. Don't. I have to. 
<laughs> I think we're done. I, I think we're I done. Think we're too. done. Well, I know we were always like we had fun this episode, but like it, it is. It's honestly every single time we record, I feel like we just. Hopefully, we're getting better and more like just in sync. We've gotten feedback that we have good chemistry, so I just, I don't know. I just feel we could go for hours and hours and hours. Just rambling. And honestly, sometimes we do. We have to edit a lot out. Yeah. So I just think, um, I, I, I think these episodes for me. Like, obviously, I, I love reviewing food with you, and we always learn more about each other. But these episodes in particular, I feel like we learn a lot, like stories we never heard yeah. or just controversial opinions, like, you don't think Home Alone's a Christmas movie? I would have never known that about you if we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Because, like, really, when in your everyday life are you just going to go up to someone and say, what are your thoughts on Home Alone as a Christmas movie? So, You're like Billy Eichner, Billy on the Street. Yeah. <laughs> We should do it's that. all alone a Christmas movie. Oh my You're God. wrong. <laughs> Storms off. Yes, but no. I just enjoy your company so much, and it's our little you know mornings together uh, recording, and uh, it's fun. And I hope everyone listening has a very merry Christmas, happy holidays, and are enjoying some traditions new and old with yes. your loved ones. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <gasps> Okay, please do the ending tags. I don't want to okay. do them. Um, not to put you on the spot, yeah. but I realized after our last episode came out, I said something you said wrong. wrong. Oh no! It's okay. Please take over. <laughs> no, do them again. No, no, no. Okay, so come find us on Twitter at uh, Friends Who Feast Pod and on Instagram and Facebook at Friends Who Feast Podcast. Yeah, that sounds about right. I hope. That is right. Yeah, maybe it's my because Twitter makes it smaller. I always think. I cut it off. Oh, that makes a it's good way this, for me yeah. to maybe not remember. So, all right, good. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Hope you enjoy your festive season. And your food, and your traditions, and your Mariah, and your memories. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye. <laughs>